Yo, what is going on, Cover 7 family? It is your host, Mason Pierce, and we are back at it for another episode of the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast. And guys, do we have some breaking news to talk about in today's episode? It's going to be regarding the Green Bay Packers, uh, Falcons wide receiver Calvin Ridley, and the situation he currently got himself into. And then a couple more, I mean, not a couple, I mean a lot more extension news trade news, trade rumors, releases, and so forth. So guys, sit back, relax, grab your coffee, grab your popcorn, whatever you feel like grabbing, you know, if you're on your way to work or you're just sitting down and relaxing, sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Now guys, before we do get into today's episode, I do want to ask y'all to please make sure that you are following the official Instagram of the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast at Cover 7 with Mason Pierce on both platforms. Guys, if you want daily sports news, you have to follow the most trending account right now. So, now, now when I tell you I was genuinely shocked about these this news that we're going to talk about, I mean, I genuinely did not see half of this coming at all. Like, it, it <laughs> it's what you consider breaking news. I mean, literally breaking. So, before we do get into the NFL side of today's news, like we always do, let's discuss some college football news. And there's actually not really much going on in college football right now. It's actually kind of remained dry. I mean, it kind of shocks me considering that I know past month and a half has been transfer 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 and then you know you might have a couple coaches leaving or a couple assistants leaving to go to another program and so forth but it's actually been kind of dry for the most part there really hasn't been anything breaking news for college football but the one news we did get and we got it on monday it's regarding the oklahoma sooners and their former heisman winning quarterback baker mayfield oh the university had announced that on their that um on oklahoma spring game on April 23rd, they will be unveiling Baker Mayfield's Heisman Trophy statue, which I think is cool because he did do a lot for that school. Yes, I know they never made it to, you know, the they didn't make it. I almost said I almost said the college football playoff. Like I don't literally remember watching those games, but they never made it ultimately to the end goal. We obviously get a national championship, but he was a good quarterback for the Sooners back in the day. Because I remember him and D.D. Westbrook, Mark Andrews. I think he played with Marquise Brown for a year. So, I mean, it was an electric offense they had. Him and Samaj P. Ryan, too. I remember that. Samaj P. Ryan, who's, I think, he's currently with the Bengals still. Dude was a beast. You could not stop him at the goal line or in short third down situations. I mean, he was a beast at running back. But, yeah, Oklahoma announced they will officially be giving Baker Mayfield his Heisman statue. Um, Not really shocking news because I know a lot. It was rumored. I saw a post on Instagram a couple months ago that it was already rumored by a lot of Oklahoma sources that he would be getting a statue um, during the spring game for him, which, I mean, it's not really shocking. He was one of the best quarterbacks in that school's history. And, yes, I know they had Troy Aikman, but you know, I also remember Troy Aikman didn't really play for him. They had Kyler Murray. They had Sam Bradford. They had, um, could, uh, geez, what was his name? Lit. Man, I can't even remember his name. But, but the quarterback they had back in 20... Uh, Landry. And they had Landry Jones. He was good. I'm like, I couldn't even remember who what his name was. But, yeah, he was a decent quarterback. And they just, you know, they've always been great at the quarterback position. So I definitely would expect maybe a Kyler Murray one, considering he did win a Heisman, even though he was only at OU for technically two years, the one year he had to redshirt. But, so, yeah, so, I mean, it, that's, that's kind of cool news. I mean... I'm not really the biggest Baker Mayfield fan, considering I am a TCU fan. But from a non-biased point of view, I'm happy for Baker. It's 
at least recently, he's had a lot of horrible news with his NFL situation and not really being guaranteed any long-term security with the Browns or even in the NFL as a backup, for heaven's sake. So, I mean, Baker's kind of just been more or less just waiting for a good sign to happen. So, guys, that is it for the college football segment. I promise y'all when there is immediate news, I will make sure to deliver it to y'all because, I mean, I'm waiting for some college football news. We will definitely see a lot more when spring practice starts because then you'll see a lot more depth charts for, like, LSU especially. I know now they got Jaden Daniels, but he's all Jaden Daniels and, like, Max jo- Max Johnson and all these other quarterbacks. Or, no, Miles Brennan. Max Johnson wants a and I'm sorry, guys. Miles Brennan. Uh, Jaden Daniels and just all those quarterbacks that LSU has, that's definitely going to be interesting to monitor and see how, you know, who ends up getting the number two spot, one spot, three spot, whatever it might be. And then just overall seeing all the new depth charts, especially for Alabama, because I know Alabama and that and their secondary, which got a lot of transfers with Elias Ricks from LSU, which obviously being the key one. So it'll be definitely interesting to see come up coming up here in the next few weeks but guys we have so much NFL news to get into so I definitely want to dive into that so I'm not you know keeping y'all for an hour an hour and a half because there when I tell y'all guys there has been a lot considering that the franchise tag deadline was I think on is um I think it was on Tuesday it was on Tuesday the franchise tag deadline which is pretty much you know you have to decide if you want to franchise tag this player or not so a lot of this news happened on Tuesday and late Monday so the first news I want to get into and it's trade rumors um, it is being reported by multiple sources that the Carolina Panthers and Washington Commanders who are both right now pretty hungry for the quarterback position they are both still interested in trading for Deshaun Watson obviously the Texans QB who right now He's not sitting out because of skill or he's injured. He's sitting out because he's currently going through a lawsuit right now regarding sexual assault allegations. And it's a sad situation to see such talent like that. And it's kind of a confusing, It's kind, of, in my opinion, it's kind of a confusing situation because we haven't really had any developments that kind of give us a sign to say, like, okay, well, you know, he's going to be completely out of the league where we can't trade for him. And then there's the other half that's like, well, there hasn't been anything that's they're saying we can't trade for him or that he's done anything wrong. There has been some leaked text messages, but they're really unreliable and they look pretty photoshopped in my opinion. So it's kind of another situation where it's like we don't really know what to do until we get a, like some at like legal action taken, whether it's he, he gets those cases dismissed, and it's just a bad situation. But the Panthers and Washington are both deadlocked on Deshaun if he does become available. I know Washington right now is really hungry for a quarterback because they've been looking at Jimmy G. Russell Wilson. They were looking at Aaron Rodgers, which <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is probably going to end up being the main segment of today's episode. But they were looking for Aaron also. So definitely expect Washington to like give up half of their team to get a franchise uh, caliber quarterback. Because I remember saying in a past episode about how Washington was just completely, and I mean completely, going 100% in to grab a franchise quarterback immediately. Now, guys, the main news, and this is probably the biggest news, and this could be league-shocking news, the Green Bay Packers and star quarterback Aaron Rodgers had agreed on a four-year, and yes, this is actually real, four-year, $200 million extension that will most likely end up keeping him in Green Bay for the rest of his career. Now, you might ask, what happens with Devontae Adams? Now, here's also the chain reaction to this news. The um, Green Bay Packers are... Apparently, they're going to franchise tag Devontae Adams as soon as they get the, you know, the contract with Aaron Rodgers underway, and then they will immediately franchise Devontae Adams. I feel bad for Devontae in the aspect that 
I don't really think – I mean, I know he wants to stay with Aaron Rodgers and that if he had gone anywhere that Devontae would have likely followed, whether it was via trade or just via free agency. So there, there's that. I mean, I think, honestly, I don't think they should have done a four-year $200 million. I just – that's just – this. And now this is officially the largest contract in NFL history. So, you know, Aaron Rodgers gets what he wants. I don't really think Packers, considering their cap situation, because they are still – I think negative twenty mil, negative twenty million under the cap. So the fact you just added on pretty much a fifty million a year contract plus on top of what Aaron Rodgers was set to make next year, it is just oh, because this contract I don't think takes effect until the 2023, 2023 season. So they do have one more year. I think of Aaron Rodgers is like twenty five mil or something like that contract, but. Now they're also going to have to literally pay Devontae Adams like 20-plus million for just a franchise tag, which Devontae was going to get a huge contract regardless whether he stayed this year or not. So definitely, definitely don't forget also, too, that I think teams have until mid-July to uh, to before the franchise tag becomes official, which means that the player and the team that franchise tagged them can, uh, can you know, discuss a new contract, discuss a long-term contract or – you know, just let the franchise tag stand, and then they end up paying him what he's owed through the franchise tag. So this is obviously the biggest news for today. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of shocked, honestly, because I either thought he was going to retire or he was going to either join another team. But like I did say in past episodes, I don't think a team wanted to give up all they were going to have to give to get Aaron Rodgers because when you think about it, teams are probably going to have to give up at least three first-round picks, two second-round picks, and then about two players that are starting caliber. So it was going to be a huge package for possibly two to three years. I don't think he he goes a complete four years in my opinion because especially with his recent track record when it comes to playing in the playoffs, he hasn't really been what you consider a – you know, prime time quarterback or a starting caliber quarterback in the playoffs. Now, the regular season, you know, four time MVP, he's, you know, all those accolades you could want in a quarterback. So, yeah, he's got the accolades, but the, his last time he was even in a Super Bowl was back in 2010. So, it's not like he's had recent success in the NFL regarding postseason play. And you could say the same thing with Dak Prescott. You can say the same thing with Russell Wilson and all these quarterbacks. They haven't shown anything in the playoffs, which, I mean, they really have a point. I mean, it's there's just I don't think he was worth four years, two hundred million. I mean, you drafted a quarterback in the first round two years ago to be his replacement, yet you're going to give him another four year, two hundred million dollar extension, make him the highest paid player in NFL history, and he possibly won't even live up to the expectations y'all think he's going to have. Because you got to remember, he's only getting older. He's not getting younger. He's not going to go back to that, you know prime Aaron Rodgers back in 2010 when he did lead them to a Super Bowl with Mike McCarthy. I mean, Matt LaFleur is a good head coach. Don't get me wrong. He's a good head coach. But the Green Bay Packers, when it comes to playing in the playoffs, will never achieve anything. I mean, unless I see something huge change on defense and unless I see something huge change on offense regarding the O-line and regarding quarterback play. Because that's the biggest thing that's killed the Packers when it comes to playing in the playoffs. It has been drop balls and quarterback decisions and ultimately that that's what's going to keep them from getting to the Super Bowl so once again I'm glad that Packers fans are at least going to be able to keep Aaron Rodgers from going to another team kind of what the you know Patriots didn't do with Tom Brady back in 2019 so it is what it is that's really the breaking news and I mean I was kind of shocked but congrats Green Bay y'all will be keeping him for at least four more or at most four more years 
Now, guys, I'm gonna get into some franchise tag news. I'm just gonna list off, lift off, list off some names for y'all, and then I'll kind of discuss them a little bit. Not go too far in depth because we do have a lot. You guys, you guys have to remember, but I will kind of just describe my opinion on it and let y'all know. So the first news we have is regarding the Miami Dolphins. They have placed a franchise tag on their tight end Mike Gesicki. I'm kind of shocked they didn't let him walk and then try and go after a tight end in the draft like Jalen Watermeyer because I know he's definitely going to be highly touted for teams like Dallas and Miami and, you know, et cetera, teams that need a tight end ASAP. So, yes, the Miami Dolphins, they have placed a franchise tag on tight end Mike Jusicki. The next news we have is also regarding a fellow tight end. The Dallas Cowboys have placed a franchise tag on tight end Dalton Schultz. This one's not really shocking, as I mean every I mean every DFW source and every Cowboy source expected them to do this because with Blake Jarwin out until at least the beginning of the season, the, the Cowboys need an immediate tight end. I still think they could have gone and gotten someone in free agency that's a lot cheaper and probably would be a lot more effective. Dalton Schultz is a good tight end. Don't get me wrong, he's a good, he's definitely a good stop and go tight end. But I think there was just a lot better options for a cheaper price. Now, next news we have, it's regarding the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They have officially placed their franchise tag on wide receiver Chris Godwin for the second year in a row. Um, I feel bad for Chris because I definitely think Chris Godwin was going to be on his way out of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers organization simply for the fact that we don't really know the future direction they're heading in considering Tom Brady's gone, Bruce Arians is probably eventually going to be gone. Half that coaching staff is going to get hired either next year if a lot of coaches get fired or in the next coming years. And plus, I just think he probably wanted to get paid. And now he's still going to get paid. He's going to get paid, I think, around $19 million. So he's still going to get paid. But I think definitely there was teams that were going to offer him $25 million plus. I know Jaguars probably would have been a good team for him. I know the Raiders would have been a good team for him considering now that the Raiders can't you know, reunite Derek Carr and Devontae Adams. So... That is also some more news. Uh, the next news we have is regarding the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs have placed the franchise tag on offensive tackle Orlando Brown Jr. Um, not really shocking in my opinion because the Chiefs don't really have the funds right now to sign you know, Orlando Brown to a contract that he probably was looking for because, as we all know, they're in contract hell right now considering they also have to re-sign Tyreek Hill, I think, at the end of next year. And Tyreek's definitely going to be looking for $25 million plus. But I know the Chiefs are going to do everything they can to keep Patrick Mahomes and his favorite weapon, besides Travis Kelsey, in Kansas City. So this is good for the Kansas City Chiefs as they need to keep a solid O-line, considering that, you know, losing when they lost Derek Fisher and um, Mitchell Schwartz last year, they released them both. It was more cap casualty issues and the fact that they had long-term injury, you know, long-time Long-term injury problems, so wasn't too shocking. But definitely Orlando Brown could be a good young piece for them going forward next five years or so with um, Patrick Mahomes. Now, the one that hurts me the most, and this is regarding the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, they have placed a franchise tag again on star free safety Jesse Bates III. Um, Jesse Bates this year, he played okay during the regular season, but he really showed out in the playoffs. Uh, last season during the COVID year, he was fantastic. I don't even think he made a Pro Bowl, but he had, he statistically he was at least top five in the league when it came to safety. So definitely, he's he's a young star for the Bengals. He he definitely keeps the Bengals secondary, you know, sane. Considering when you have Eli Apple as one of your starting uh, cornerbacks, you know, you've got a lot to worry about. So, but no, uh, the 
Cincinnati Bengals have placed the franchise tag again on him. He definitely was going to be getting paid a lot of money. I think the Bengals should have at least secured him long term. Now, this might be actually a smart move in the long run because he might have a really bad off year or he might suffer a bad injury. You know, I don't wish I don't know one, but I'm looking at from an organization standpoint, which it makes sense because you don't want to pay a safety $25 million a year and then he ends up getting injured and he, you know, kind of has a Derwin James effect where. He might be injured two to three years out of that contract, and you're just practically wasting money. It's dead cap almost. So that is it, guys, for the franchise tag news. Um, we do have a release, and it's regarding the New England Patriots. They have released long-term linebacker Kyle Van Noy. As we all remember, Kyle got released from the Dolphins, I think, midseason due to cap casualties and just the fact that he, you know, was 10 mil a year and that they could have easily gotten him for about three or two mil a year. But... It is true. And oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Guys, Russell Wilson and the Russell Wilson is getting traded to the Denver Broncos. I repeat, Russell Wilson is getting traded to the Denver Broncos. Isn't the trade details have not come out yet. I mean guys, this literally came out right as I'm recording this. Um the details for the trade so far right now we know is that there's multiple first-round picks plus additional picks and players included in the trade. Obviously, the Broncos will be receiving Russell Wilson. Oh, my gosh. I mean, this happened right as I was recording this podcast. I, I, don't, I don't know what to say. I mean, this is huge. The Broncos have needed just a quarterback. They didn't get in Aaron Rodgers. That probably ticked them off. So they went right to Seattle and said, look, we will give you these 1,400 picks and a couple players if you give us Russell Wilson while he still has a little bit juice left in the tank. So, yeah, there you have it. Russell Wilson is a Denver Bronco. <laughs> I mean, holy goodness. I didn't even expect this. I did not expect Russell Wilson to get traded because it seemed like throughout the week and past week, um, Russell was going to stay in Seattle it, I mean, it did not look like he was going to end up going to another team. Because, I mean, Seattle planned on, you know, keeping him long-term. And I, and this really is the end of a Seahawks era that, that you know, they were dominant. Because who's – now, one of the players they did get in the trade and it just came out is Drew Locke. So, they did get Drew Locke. So, they will have that as a quarterback kind of option for him. But I don't really think Drew Locke is going to be your franchise go- – quarterback going forward I know this is definitely going to impact DK Metcalf as I think he's going into a contract year this upcoming year I know this is definitely going to impact his kind of his kind of uh, opinion on whether he wants to stay with the team or test free agency coming here in the next year or two so that is huge news so maybe that did replace the news that I was talking about <laughs> wow <laughs> I mean guys I'm literally sitting at my desk right now making this podcast for y'all and I look on my phone, and it says from Bleacher Report that Russell Wilson is officially going to the Denver Broncos. So that is huge. All right, guys. So now let's get back into some more news. Um, the Indianapolis Colts, their their starting tight end, Jack Doyle, he is unfortunately retiring from the NFL. I think it's just due to his long, you know, he's constantly dealt with injuries, kind of like another Andrew Luck situation where He's looking at the long-term effects and what he can do right now while he's in the present. So, once again, he did have a decent career, but injuries, unfortunately, ended his career. So, congratulations on retirement, Jack Doyle. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you continue to be healthy. Just, you know, it, I mean, it's it's sad to see, but unfortunately, football is that type of sport where, you know, players will have to, unfortunately, retire due to injury issues. Um, the next news we have is regarding the Dallas Cowboys. 
Um, the Cowboys and safety J. Ron Curse, who I absolutely love, was a very underrated free agent pickup we got this past year. Um, they are looking at making a um, contract extension. So, once again, the Cowboys need to keep J. Ron, in my opinion. I mean, over, I'd probably say over Donovan Wilson. I mean, J. Ron balled out this year. He showed why he's worth signing to a decent-sized contract, you know, four or five years. Five, four to five million a year. So, great pickup obviously if he does end up signing that contract with the Cowboys um, some more news also uh, Amazon so as you all know Amazon I think bought Thursday Night Football the rights and all that so now they'll you know they exclusively show that on Amazon Prime um, Amazon is finalizing a deal to actually make ESPN analyst Kirk Herbstreit the main Thursday Night Football analyst so we're actually going to see Kirk Herbstreit call games for Thursday Night Football but the cool part that Amazon is allowing Kirk Herbstreit to do is that he will continue doing his his normal college football broadcasting, you know, ESPN game day, all those things. So he will still be with ESPN in a way, but he will also be doing Thursday night football for Amazon. I think this is fantastic. Kirk Herbstreit obviously is has solidified himself as one of the most prominent college football figures for the broadcasting side. And this is dope. I think this is really cool. Amazon really just spiced up Thursday Night Football because we all know Thursday Night Football normally has a bunch of snooze fest games. So this really just amped up probably half of their audience. So now they're di they're diving into the college football fans and get and attracting them to the NFL side. So the next news we also have is, is regarding OBJ. OBJ is expected not to test free agency and he will instead re-sign with the LA Rams. Not really shocking considering the in my opinion, half a career year he had with the Rams, you know, won the Super Bowl, got every incentive on his contract. I mean, the Rams, considering, you know, Robert Woods has also had a lot of injury issues if Robert Woods doesn't decide to take a pay cut to help out salary cap because I know they're trying to re-sign Matthew Stafford to a long-term deal, then definitely OBJ could easily slide into that um, that second starting outside receiver position that Robert Woods currently holds. So great pickup for the Rams if they do re-sign him. I know they've got a lot of cap things they got to work out because when you because when you got contracts like Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, Matthew Stafford that he's about to get, Cooper Cup, you've definitely got to move around a lot of money. Definitely move around a lot of signing bonuses. So that's some big news to watch out for. And guys, the final NFL news we have, and this was one of the most probably controversial news that we'll probably see this offseason. It's regarding wide receiver Calvin Ridley. So as we all know, Calvin Ridley, he sat out this past year due to mental health issues, which I completely understand. You know what I mean? I Coming from a guy that suffers with severe mental anxiety and depression, I know what it's like to not really feel yourself and you just you can't wake up and simply be like, okay, I can do this at 100%. So he did sit out this year. But it's been reported by the NFL that they have suspended Calvin Ridley for all of the 2022 season for betting on games during the 2021 season. Now, it's reported the amount that he bet was $1,500. Um, I don't think he should personally, in my opinion, I don't think he should be suspended a whole year. You know, doing two or three games, that's, you know, that's fine. But suspending a man for a whole season for simply betting $1,500 on just I mean, it, it it just doesn't make sense to me. And, yes, I understand if he was betting on his own team or he was, you know, he had a way of, like, kind of critiquing teams or, like, making them do a certain thing, like, hey, don't run this ball. Like, don't run the ball on third down or don't run the ball on fourth down in order to get a certain bet. You know what I mean? That would make sense to me. So, once again, it's sad news because Calvin really was primed to, 
you know, break out with a new team. Now, I know the Falcons, they said that they weren't going to trade him, but I know if they received a decent package to get the receiver, then they would have instantly shipped him out, kind of like another Julio situation. I know Julio was a lot different because he was aging and, you know, the Falcons really had no more use for him considering they picked Kyle Pitts later on that same year. So it was it is what it is. The Falcons definitely are probably going to end up being in tank mode once again this year because they have nothing to look forward to. This is going to be Matt Ryan's final season with the team. I forgot where I heard it from, but I know that he either was going to retire this year or end up leaving the team next year. So definitely the Falcons have got to look for a quarterback. Hopefully next year's draft class will be able to get them that quarterback that, they, that they're going to need moving on. So, yeah, guys, that is it for um, the NFL side of today's um, news. I Once again, I apologize for kind of exploding about the Russell Wilson news. I mean, it is 1.40 right now on a Tuesday afternoon, and I did not expect to see Russell Wilson to the Broncos. I mean, I saw him going to Miami. I saw him going to New Orleans. I saw him going wherever else. I did not think the Broncos would actually pull the trigger. Definitely, guys, I will be posting it on my TikTok and on my Instagram, and I will be, you know, putting the full details of the trade because this is, this is you know, a still evolving um, situation right now. So definitely make sure to keep y'all up in the news. Now, guys, for the final news we have, and it's still regarding the MLB and the MLB PA and some kind of talks they've had, some things they have agreed on, and actually I kind of agree with a lot of these. Um, the MLB and the MLB MLBPA. See, I always get that tongue twisted. Like trying to say MLBPA, but like doing that like five times in a row, it's just <laughs> it's one of the most difficult things you can do. But um, so both sides have agreed to ban the shift. I think this is fantastic. I know a lot of people say, "What's the issue with the shift?" I just don't think it's cool that the fact that you could put a whole, literally whole defensive team and just move them to one corner. Like, I mean, it's, yes, I understand why they do it, and I understand that, you know, games evolve and games change over time, but Joey Gallo is a perfect example of this, the outfielder for the um, New York Yankees, formerly for the Texas Rangers. He's a probably the best example of this because 95% of his at-bats were literally shifts, which means the whole team would shift to the right side. He bats left, so the whole team would shift to the right side, which means there's no way for him if he hits the ball not opposite – that it's going to end up getting being an out almost 100% of the time. Um, normally, he'll end up either getting a walk or strikeout or a home run because Joey Gallo is definitely one of those, you know, it's a home run or bust type players. But they have banned the shift. They agreed to do that. Obviously, this is not official because they haven't yet agreed to, the, to another uh, CBA contract. So we're still waiting on that. The next news, they actually going to make the bases larger. I think this is good to prevent injuries. Now, I know a lot of defensemen probably aren't going to really like this simply for the fact it's going to be a lot harder to get outs or tag a guy on base because, you know, he won't have to actually try to dive himself into the player to get to the base. So that is also one thing to look at too. And personally, my favorite um addition that they're going to be making is that they're going to implement a pitch clock so now you won't be having pitchers taking five minutes to pitch one ball and then you got both dugouts already tense as it is both getting pissed off and it causes fights because the pitcher's just wasting everyone's time especially when you have like a like a four game series on a weekend in you know august and it's pointless really and then because you're already out of the playoffs the other team's already out of the playoffs and it's just like we just want to get over with this so once again that is that and then the other news actually both sides agree that 14 team playoff is actually could be a thing so 
that would definitely be cool because I would actually make those August games that a lot of people don't really think matter. It would really make them matter. It would actually have some type of impact on the league and the playoff standing. So, guys, I hope y'all ha- I hope y'all enjoyed today's episode. I definitely enjoyed making it. I definitely enjoyed getting that surprise news about Russell Wilson. I hope y'all loved my reaction as much as I did. But guys, do not forget to follow the official Instagram and TikTok of the Cover Seven with Mason Pierce podcast at Cover Seven with Mason Pierce on both platforms. Guys, once again, I hope y'all have a fantastic Wednesday, and I look forward to seeing y'all on Friday. Peace.